<coughs> what, what I'm proposing is, um, and I, I don't mean to appear indecorous, is, is um, a, a, a social engagement, a, a, a date, if you're amenable. You idiot! Boy, I guess we never realized how much you liked that chair. I, I, I was just working on... Your pickup lines? Um, in a manner of speaking, yes. Then if you wouldn't mind a little Jean and Roger, you might want to leave off the idiot part. Being called an idiot tends to take people out of the dating mood. Well, it actually kind of turns me on. I fear you. You also might want to avoid words like amenable and indecorous, you know? Speak English, not whatever they speak in... Uh... England? Yeah. You just say, hey, I got a thing, you maybe have a thing, maybe we could have a thing. Oh, thank you, Serena. I'm not finished. Then you say, how do you feel about Mexican? About Mexicans? Mexican. Food. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving our review reaction to them. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 2, Some Assembly Required. Directed by Bruce Seth Green, written by Ty King. The original air date was September 22nd, 1997, to an audience of 4.42 million people. And there's all... I, I was talking to Vance before we started recording. I took. I think this is the one that I took the most notes on. I don't know why, but there was a lot happening here. There's a lot going on and there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's side stories. There's side stories within side stories. It's just like, what? And I would say the vibe of this season is noticeably different. Yeah, I feel like this episode was jokey heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's got a different feel to it than the first one. And that's from people I've talked to. Everyone's like, the first one's real campy, real different. And now I feel like we're getting a little closer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Overall, though, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Uh yeah, there's some questions that I have, though. <laughs> yeah, there's questions, but I kind of like when they just go off the beaten path and just throw in some weirdness. Yeah, no vampires this episode. Well, one, kind one, of. One. Kind of, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, there's a new Giles intro. He's the one doing the every generation there's a Slayer thing. Didn't he do that last episode, too? I feel like he did it last episode also. But overall, but overall, but overall, yeah, it's like not the stock VO narrator. Yeah, there's not the guy going like every generation. Yeah. Like that was the now it's Giles doing it. Which ties into the show a little more. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It does. Disassociated voice just telling (laughs) us stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it was odd, but uh, yeah, I, I welcome the Giles intro. Yeah. I welcome it. Yeah. Um, so this episode starts off with Buffy just uh, sitting on a grave yo-yoing <laughs> and, and being like, come on, guy, show up, come out of your grave already. Yeah, with no setup at all. 
like, which is which is fine. Like I didn't. It seemed like someone got turned, buried, well, and then they were waiting for him to come out. See, that's I was like, I have like at least four questions immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cold opens really shouldn't. Unless the episode is going to be be about that, it really shouldn't be that confusing. It should be like, okay, this happened. Yeah, I was like, can she tell when someone's going to be a vampire now? Like, wh- like, what is the intel that she got that like this specific guy, I think his name was like Stephen Korchak or something. Mm-hmm. Like, how did she know that he was going to pop up out of his grave? Like, what? Also, like, that feels like that could be a whole episode's thing. Like, yeah. someone gets bitten and is going to turn and the body gets missing and then they have to go find it before he comes out. You know, like, that seems like... And because we haven't even dealt with how people turn, really. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, how disrespectful is it that she's just, like, sitting and yo-yoing on top of this dude's grave? It's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Well, that's what you did in the 90s when you were waiting. You didn't have your cell phone to play with. So you just that's had that, true. your trusty yo-yo. <laughs> I wonder if this is like the, those years when yo-yos were super popular. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that, maybe it this was. Is, part of that. This is close. Yeah, yeah, ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah. I was I was seven, ninety-seven. Yeah, I mean that's got to be yeah. This is around peak, that same time. peak yo-yo time. Yeah. So as she's waiting for this guy to pop up out of his grave, Angel shows up, and. uh he and Buffy have this kind of banter where he's like, oh, you're just just out here alone. Uh, you're not with anybody. And she's like, who, who would I be with? And he's like, oh, no, somebody, maybe like Xander or somebody else. She's like, Xander. <laughs> yeah. I was I was going to save this thought for later, but a lot of this episode feels like what I think Twilight is. like it's a lot of high school oh do you like him it looks like you like him but you don't like him like oh my gosh it's so much yeah i wasn't expecting this kind of behavior from angel yeah and (laughs) and buffy's like are you jealous of xander and and angel's like why would i be jealous of xander he's 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 just a kid why would I care about that? He's just some kid, whatever. And, and Buffy talks about the dance she did with them, the sexy dance. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I did that dance to make you jealous. Yeah. And I was like, so, yeah, okay, cool. That's yeah. out in the open now. So are you well, going to, are the two of you going to hook up now? Because you just admitted you did it for that reason. Like you don't yeah. like Xander. And I know Angel goes on to say, uh well he gets to be around you and see you and it's that later when he talks about that's way later but it's (laughs) so yeah i don't know why he doesn't bring this point up here because yeah otherwise it's like what are you doing she just told you she did it just to make you jealous yeah but also like what a shitty thing to do yeah but that was that was was when she was in her bad phase yeah that's when she was bad yeah quote (laughs) um angel just sneaks up on her in this scene real easy and she freaks out and i'm like how are you not on your guard sitting in the middle of a graveyard buffy like if he he wasn't she starts gets startled by him and she's like you know why are you so quiet you should be making noise while you're walking i'm like what if he was just another vampire you would have been head yeah yeah so while they're having this like are you jealous of xander conversation 
And I'm also glad that we got to the bottom of that. Of like, yeah, I was just trying to make you jealous. I think that was pretty obvious. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm glad that she admitted it. You know? Yeah, I thought she was gonna not even remember it, but they bring up that sexy dance a bunch this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so while they're having that kind of discussion, a vampire awakens and attacks Buffy from behind. But Angel was facing that direction. How did he not see this vampire need to take like at least three or four steps? Didn't say a word either. Didn't yeah. say a word to her. I was like, are you guys teaming up on Buffy? <laughs> like this looks like a yeah. trap, you know? <laughs> like it's no yeah. way it's no way you didn't see that guy. So then you know, Buffy kills the vampire like pretty easily. This is just some low level uh cannon fodder. He he does hit Angel in the head with a shovel, which is pretty funny. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Uh, and Angel is like not affected at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so then Buffy kills him with a stake or a, a shovel that she breaks in half and just stabs him in the stomach. Uh, so I don't think that it, as per our last episode discussion, I think just any piece of wood anywhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can take one of these vampires down. Yeah. Um, But as, after she kills him, she goes up to angel and she's like what do you mean he's just a kid he's the same age as me do you think i'm just a kid and i was like oh is this before or after she falls into the open grave <laughs> this is before she falls into the open grave she's saying that as she's walking yeah okay and then falls into the open grave which she, after she falls into it angel's like are you okay and she's like yeah i'm just sick of all these open graves all over the place and i was like okay at least you acknowledged that as like that's never a thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we had an episode where she falls into an open ca- grave casket and is terrified. Here yeah. she's just lounging on her on her arm, like, oh boy, not this again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought when she fell in and Angel was above, uh-huh. she she was going to be like. There's room for two. Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen at this scene. Yeah. Because that casket looks real comfortable. It looks like it has a mattress in it. Yeah. But instead, they deduce that this isn't a new open grave. This is somebody dug this grave up and took the body out of it. And it's crazy because this grave... the. The casket is pristine. Yes. There's no way that anyone could have dug that up and kept it that clean. I know. It's it's spotless. <laughs> it's like beautiful. And Buffy goes on to say, she goes on to say, great grave robbing? That, that's a new one. And I'm like, last episode. <laughs> a bunch of vampires dug up my grave. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in this same cemetery. A consecrated grave. Yeah. <laughs> like they had with much, their bare hands. <laughs> yeah. They had a much harder time digging up a grave last episode. Yeah. But uh nope. Uh this is a new one. Where does Buffy's mom think she is? I know. It's like <laughs> it's so late. Like later on in the episode, there's a point where Angel talks to her and she and he's like, it's almost morning. Yeah. And she's still in the graveyard. Like, where does her mom think she is? <laughs> How is she not falling asleep in school? <laughs> oh God, dude. Yeah. All that cocaine in Sunnydale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get a drug dealer episode. 
Oh, it's gonna be great. Oh my god, yeah. We're gonna have like the the drugs are not cool uh yeah. thing. <laughs> the asterisk posters special. in the hallway. Willow just needs to study. I just need to yeah. study for the big test. I just need some yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. She gets addicted to uh, Adder- Adderall. Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have a scene of Giles in the library alone basically practicing how to ask out Jenny Calendar, and he's at his stuttery worst here. (laughs) This is a hard one for me, because I'm like, is this... Like, watching it now, you're like, we've seen this done a million times. But Mm -hmm. had it been done only a hundred times at this point, you know? (laughs) Like, like, can you still get away with it here in in 97 or 98, whenever this is? Yeah, He he was really like... Uh, I was wondering if, perchance, you'd uh, object to perhaps maybe going uh, to a social engagement. I was like, it was painful. I was like, dude, you haven't talked. Have you talked to anyone before? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez. You've killed vampires, dude. Yeah, you've like cast witch spells with her. Like, yeah. I think you can. I don't know. <laughs> But of course, Buffy and Xander walk in during this practice and and startle Giles and and Buffy's like, "Oh, what do you practice in your pickup lines?" And Giles is like, "Uh, I mean, kind of, yes." <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy starts to like give him advice about like what he should say, and her advice is like, "You should say, "Hey, do you like that thing?" I like that thing too. You want to do that thing together and ask her how she feels about Mexican. And then Jocelyn's like, how she feels about Mexicans. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is treading on some weird territory. And I was just like, God, Giles, have you not even like once like read a fiction book? <laughs> he seems like he doesn't know what humans are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or like that people refer to yeah. getting Mexican as like Mexican food or something. Yeah, like have you like what what are you eating? He only eats tea and crumpets, yeah. Vance. He's the most British man ever. That seems like a a, a joke for Xander to deliver to more than yeah, Giles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So then, uh, after Buffy's done giving him some dating advice, she tells Giles about the grave robber, and mm-hmm. Giles is like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, at first when he's like, oh, another vampire, he's like bored. He's about to go upstairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the grave robbing, he stops and turns back. Yeah, he starts like, oh, grave robbing, that's interesting. And then Buffy's like, try not to get so excited. And he's like, oh, yes. Oh, what a terrible tragedy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that was so funny to me. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, and they're like, oh, we have to stop it basically and we need to figure out what's going on and he's like i'll look up see if there's any spells or something about zombies or reanimation dude they figure stuff out so quick in this episode like they're saying things and then all of a sudden it's like okay yeah that's it yep uh-huh yeah yeah well, they're learning vance it's been a it's been a whole season they have like, a whole season of learning before he had to like check books out to figure out what monster was here he's like oh someone robbed a grave mm, obviously it's uh some well first of all last season giles would have been like oh it's probably just a couple of teenagers like don't even worry about it <laughs> yeah that's probably Focus nothing on Buffy. the vampires <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but now he's like, ooh, grave robbery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we cut to a scene of Willow in a hallway looking at a book or some shit. And then some creepy dude comes up and takes a picture of her, like in her face, mm -hmm. just as like, smile, yeah. and then takes a picture of her. Um, some guy named Chris that we'd never seen before, he shows up and he's talking to Willow about the science fair that's coming up. And Willow's like, well, every time that we enter the science fair, my uh, I always come in second place and you always come in first. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. Well, all you got to do is have a science thing that confuses the science teacher and he'll just assume you know what you're talking about and that's how you win yeah and then she's doing something with fruit flies or something i don't know it's really yeah. funny how willow's number two to all these guys in the school right <laughs> um and then cordelia shows up and she's like this is such bullshit that they make it mandatory that everybody takes place in the science fair i think you shouldn't have to do anything educational on school premises. Yeah. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, maybe Cordelia had the fly thing. After I forget. No, Cordelia's science fair project oh, is no, yeah, no. <laughs> tomato. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? And then her reasoning is like, because I want it to be something that I can get done in a weekend. <laughs> I was like, how long is this going to take you to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a one-word answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, then the, the creepy guy also takes a picture of Cordelia. And he's taking pictures of, like, a lot of people around. And everyone's like, what are you doing, dude? Willow's even – or Cordelia's like, I didn't even realize that, like, you weird yearbook types are around until spring. Mm -hmm. So then she walks away. Willow walks away. And then – the photographer's name is Eric. Yeah. Eric says to Chris, who's the science fair guy, he says, oh, she's perfect. We we should definitely choose her or something like that. And then Chris says, what are you, stupid? We can't use her. She's alive. Dun, <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> and you're like, great. These two guys. At first I was like, oh, how are these two guys going to get caught up in something? And then I was like, oh, these two guys are the something. And I was like, I'm oh, yeah. down. I'm yeah. down for these. <laughs> Whenever we have the two guys in school doing weird stuff, it's always interesting. I just love for once them to introduce a new character and have them not be like caught up. In, it's just like some kind of throwaway. Just like, oh, we'll see him every episode as like a twist type of thing. Like when is Derek going to get involved in the story? And he just never does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe later maybe later we end up with some stuff like that probably hopefully yeah. that'd be yeah. really funny uh, so willow's looking up information about the dead body that was dug up uh that buffy's fell into her grave and uh her name is meredith and she died in a car accident with two other cheerleader girls or something and uh then Cordelia shows up and she's like part of the gang now. Like she's yeah. part of the crew. Yeah. She's she shows up into shows up in the library and she's like, well, how am I? All I know is like she comes up to Willow and she's like, how am I ever going to finish the science fair project? And Willow just goes, it's a fruit. And he continues <laughs> typing. Yeah. And, and then, then Cordelia. Yeah. You go ahead. Oh, well, I, I was confused here because like Cordelia was talking about. I, I must have missed something, but she was talking about like. 
oh, who care? How come nobody cares about my pain? And I missed the line, I think, or something like. What's going on here? Like, maybe you can fill in the gaps. Yeah, I don't exactly remember what transition, but you're talking about how she starts to talk about Chris's brother, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, she's something about, oh, she's like, oh, I would ask Chris for help. But, like, it's hard being around him after his brother, after what happened to his brother, you know? And I feel something like that. Yeah, because Cordelia used to date Chris's brother, who was like a big jock guy like superstar football player at their high school. Mm-hmm. And he died in uh, like a car crash or something too. Yeah. So this school is just lost a star football player and three cheerleaders. Well, it was funny because I, Buffy, Buffy brought up that Meredith died and Xander's like, huh? I haven't heard of her. And Buffy's like, oh yeah, she's just another girl that died. That's our age. It's like, like yeah. it's something that happens so frequently there. Yeah. It's like so many people are dying. Dang. And this episode, we first see the, we see the first like bit of trauma it causes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like it's like they just mentioned four dead students <laughs> in like one scene. Yeah. So now their plan is like we need to see what's up with the graves of these other two girls and see if there's a correlation. Yeah, because they already put together that it might be something to do with voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> a voodoo like body thing. Yeah, or like zombies or reanimation, some kind of something. They're doing stuff with the bodies. So they're all like, all right, well, we need to go to the other graves and figure out what's going on. So then they go to the graveyard. And after like all of this talk about like how terrible it is that people are digging up graves, they're digging up graves now. Yeah. And I mean, when that's happening, I was like watching. I'm like, wait, whose grave are they digging up? And I was like, oh, I guess they're trying to figure out if those other cheerleaders are gone. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And so it's Giles and Xander digging up the graves. And then Buffy and Willow are having like girl talk about like, yeah, so I saw Angel the other night. And like, I don't know. He was jealous about Xander. Yeah. And Willow's like, oh, was he jealous about that sexy dancing you did with Xander? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, am I never, I'm never going to live that down, am I? And she's like, no, you are not. <laughs> well, I also like that, I forgot to mention this, but when Angel brings it up, and or when Buffy brings it up to Angel, she's like, you were jealous of my dancing with Xander, right? And he was like, you could hardly call that dancing. That was just simulated sex, basically. No, he was like, it was, he's like, dance? More like mated. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. what? What terminology? <laughs> mated? Like, she's like some type of zoo? Like an animal? Like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, you are like a thousand years old. And that's, you have had to have seen more than that. Like, yeah. Sure. It was a, it was a really sexy, sexy, sensual dance. But mm-hmm. come on, Angel. Tell me you've seen more than that. <laughs> No, he's definitely been a part of some, like, vampire like orgies or something, right? Dude, he used to be, like, a murderer. Like, yeah. a mass murderer. And with Darla. Yeah. Like, they had, like, legends about Angel. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely... And he's like, uh, that looked like, like you made it. I'm like, what are you talking... So he's like, what? leave some room for Jesus, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I I don't see PG-13 movies. <laughs> I may be a vampire, but that was a little too far. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, so the angel, uh, Buffy and Willow are talking about that. And then Willow basically gives the whole backstory about Cordelia dating this Daryl guy and how it was really tough for Chris. Um, Daryl's dead. And so then they finally get to the... They finally hit the casket and they're like, all right, well, let's see if there's anything in there. And they open the casket and we we don't find out. They leave that for a single line later for some reason. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to reveal it. Yeah. That must have been a commercial break or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So then we see uh, Cordelia. And this is one of my favorite lines in this episode. Okay. So then we go to Cordelia after her cheerleading practice and she's reprimanding one of the other cheerleaders and she says guys if we don't get this down by tomorrow no one will be led by our cheering (laughs) it is it felt like a scene that was this is when she's walking out right this yeah this scene felt like it was so like just tacked on like there's no energy from the cheerleaders from the yeah it's just like and cordelia is not usually her angry mean girl self it's like Mm -hmm. she's just like trying to get this line out (laughs) yeah it felt so awkward so then it also looked like it was shot differently too oh yeah no this seemed like a b-roll pickup or something just the way all of it just seemed different yeah yeah so then cordelia's walking across the parking lot uh to her car and she hears something and she does the typical hello Mm -hmm. hello and then she starts to like get a little bit more freaked out and she starts walking quickly to her car. She's trying to get into her car. She's fumbling with her keys. She drops the keys like 12 feet under her car. Yeah. Like <laughs> how did the keys get so far? You know what under I was under the car. You know what I was thinking of watching this? I was like, "Oh yeah, like cars didn't have the like automatic unlock button." Yeah. Back then you had to like actually get that key in a door. Like otherwise you Yeah. Beep, beep. And you're like, at yep. least could get that. But yeah. 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 She's she's like, Xander Harris, if this is a joke, because Xander freaked her out earlier about zombies. Um, she goes underneath the car to get the keys and she sees a, a man's feet walking towards her. And she's just like, screw this. I'm just getting up and running. Gets who, up, starts running. Who did you think it was? I had no idea. I thought it was the those, principal. I thought it was the I, principal. Oh, okay. Because I'd never seen those shoes before, you know? Like, I didn't know who that could have been. But, so she starts running. She uh, jumps into a dumpster to hide. And then she, you know, the the assailant uh, walks past the dumpster. She, like, pops open the dumpster. And she's like, woof, I'm safe now. But, lo and behold, the assailant was Angel the whole time. And he's like, hey, I thought that was you. What are you doing in a dumpster? (laughs) And she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm looking for Buffy. (laughs) Now, how well do they know each other? I don't think that they've ever formally been introduced. Maybe after after they killed the master, probably. Yeah, like in scenes that we don't see. Because I know she wanted to hit on him once at the bronze and it was like really short and he like walked past her or something yeah but I don't i'm think... guessing after after yeah. the master thing because they all walked out the door together yeah um, i wonder if she knows that he's a vampire that was a question too i don't think she knows 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And I have to say this. Why is Angel not in the black coat? Right, dude? He it, looked so weird. He's he he's got this weird uh weekend dad vibe with that beige jacket on that I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah, he's like, got like a members only jacket yeah, that's like I'm, khaki. I'm like, I'm like, something's off here. Is this a way to like make Xander like look better in comparison? Like I don't understand <laughs> what they're doing. Like Well, he also had like this weird button down that he had unbuttoned to like his yeah. belly button. Yeah, like his I mean Joe's fashion corner, like this guy needs a makeover. Dude, like, his vibe was off in this episode. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he looks weird without that black jacket. Yeah. I, it, there's no reason not to have it. Yeah. But uh, he's like, well, I'm looking for Buffy. And, and Cordelia's like, well, she's not here. She's at the graveyard. And he's like, she told me she was taking the night off. And it's, it's a graveyard where everything happens. <laughs> like she, she punches, she clocks in at like 9 yeah. p.m. <laughs> like, <laughs> Time for my shift at the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, and then Cordelia's like, well, I guess she lied to you. Uh See ya, and, he, and Angel looks all hurt. And, He's all. Butter. And then, uh, and then uh, Cordelia stands up, and she finds a hand in the dumpster. It, she gets up, and she so she's like kind of flirty with Angel. I feel like, and she gets up. And she's like, "Oops, so, uh, my skirt's caught on something. Hold on a second. I could have swore she was going to try and get out, and her skirt was going to rip off. Oh no, I knew she. I knew a body part was coming up as soon as she said it was caught on something. I knew uh, okay. right away. Well, she pulls out a hand and she's you know scream queening, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So the gang comes back to the library, find out that the casket that they opened was empty. Uh, Angel and Cordelia are there waiting for them, and Angel's like, oh, "What's this? Uh, I thought that you were taking the night off." And then Buffy's like, "Well, uh, something came up," and then Cordelia is like cuddling up on Angel, mm-hmm. which was weird to me. I was like, "What? What are we doing?" I was like, "What are we <laughs> doing, Shell?" <laughs> like, and now, and now, Angel and Buffy are looking at each other like, "Is this happening?" I'm so jealous now. I was like, "Oh." It was like, so Angel sees them and he's like, Buffy? And then Buffy goes, Angel? And then Angel goes, Xander? And then Xander goes, Angel? <laughs> and then Angel goes back and he's like, Buffy? <laughs> and like, yeah, he's not like on Cordelia. Can't yeah. say her name anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's like clinging, she's like leaning on his shoulder and like holding his arm. Yeah, she's and, doing the thing like I was so scared. It was so yeah. scary. I need a big strong man to take care of me. Well, this that big I mean, I forget they talk about some stuff and then like, hey, can you like Giles is like, Well, you're here, you mind helping? And he looks yeah. at he looks the buffy like, Will that be okay? Can the two of yeah. you get along? I'm like, you guys haven't had a feud. Like, the yeah. feud was smashed when you killed the master. Like, yeah. get back to the feud. Like, build well, up it was to also, this moment. There was something, I don't know when it was, but I think it was here when Cordelia says something like, how come all of this bad stuff keeps happening to me? And Xander goes, karma. <laughs> One of the best moments ever. Dude, Xander was on fire this episode. Like, he was quick-witted. Yeah, he's been... They're doing some stuff with him. They're they're working on his character and getting him 
they they're i think they're figuring out what he's there for you know yeah yeah and in like the way that they were going back and forth between cordelia and and uh buffy uh it was like buffy was stood next to xander and cordelia was next to angel and it was like these are the the battle lines mm-hmm. or whatever yeah um yeah and so you know they're talking about the body parts that they find and and angel's like well i found parts from other people but like not all of them were taken like i found scraps from two other bodies and there are three other bodies and and they're like okay and then this is where cordelia's like ah i need to get home can somebody go with me and then everybody like kind of looks around at like who's gonna do it (laughs) and then she's like angel and angel like is walking her home or walking out of her car, at least. And Buffy looks like, are you seriously going to walk this girl to her car in yeah, they front of at, me? Yeah, they look at her like, there's <laughs> this look of, oh, my God, you're doing that. If you yeah. if you do that, like, worth the rule. If you walk out yeah. that door and help a girl home <laughs> yeah. when there's people trying to cut up bodies of cheerleaders, <laughs> which she is one of. Like, <laughs> like that was my favorite thing they were like all these cheerleaders are missing let's go to the grave to find more cheerleaders she's like i can't go i have cheer practice and no one thinks hmm maybe someone should keep an eye on her nah nah no she's good uh so yeah after that we go to chris's house uh the science guy and his mom is watching old football highlights of her other son daryl who had died in the car accident and there's all of daryl's football trophies all around the the house and it's they're making it very obvious that the mom doesn't care about chris's science stuff he's just some loser and uh daryl was the cool jock kid and he was the pride and the mom is just like stonewalling chris so hard He's like, is it okay if I go out, mom? And she's just smoking a cigarette. Smoking kills, Vance. Smoking a cigarette, watching Daryl's highlights. It is. It's played in a way where it's like she's a, a, like one of those like alcoholic neglected parent, parents, you Mm -hmm. know, as opposed Mm -hmm. to someone who's traumatized by the death of one of their teenage kids. You know? Yeah. Like, especially later when she's like, talking about it it's like later when she's talking about his plays and him playing football i'm like are you upset that he died or that you're not gonna reap the money that he would have made as a pro yeah. like or you're or you're not gonna get to bang him like what like, it was like, weird yeah it's like this is a real good moment to have like a traumatized mom and like hey i saw what this did to my mom and <laughs> it could give a little more motivation to what we find out later yeah but yeah. So Chris leaves, uh, leaves the house up to no good, probably. Uh, then Buffy, Xander, Giles, and Willow break into lockers, lockers to investigate super smart sciencey people because Giles said something about like, who who could possibly be uh, familiar enough with human bodies to take all of these body parts and and do anything with them. And then Willow's like, I can think of like five guys off the top of my head. <laughs> including and then including myself. Yeah. <laughs> and Xander has a great line here. It's like, Yeah. All right, Willow, just admit you did it and you won't do it again. <laughs> yeah. And we can all go home. home. And then everybody just looks at him and he goes, 
He joked. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was a perfect time to make that joke. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. Like I said, Xander's on fire in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, they bust up into like three of the lockers. They're like, oh, I didn't find anything. And then Xander finds like one kid's locker and he's got a bunch of like medical textbooks like Grey's Anatomy and like mm-hmm. one basically one of the books is like how to piece to bother together a body for dummies <laughs> <laughs> I love that no one has been able to pull off what they pull off in medical science but oh, these yeah, high schoolers are figuring it out with like basic textbooks yeah yeah, just like, textbooks that exist in the world. Yeah, like you know how many like med students have read Grey's Anatomy and other books, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow these these two figured it all out. Well, that's not all they find in the locker vans. Of course, they find the newspaper article about the three girls that got into a car accident. Just to really hammer it home, like this kid is the kid. They might be uh, geniuses. At medical science, but not geniuses at uh, covering up their tracks. Hey, I mean, you can only be a genius at so many things, Vance. <laughs> you got to have a blind spot somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, so as to not uh, make sure that we we leave any room for doubt, Buffy finds in Eric's locker uh, <laughs> a newspaper clipped together woman. She's like, they're not trying to do surgery. They're trying to build a woman. <laughs> and at no point would cutting pieces of people's body, like images of women's bodies in a magazine and then gluing them together to make a person be something you need. Yeah. For your <laughs> And something later happens like that, too. And I'm like, you don't need that. Yeah. And like keep you, it in your locker. Yeah. You don't need a collage of body parts and be like, Oh yeah, no, th- see, I told you, you put the knee where the knee goes. Like it's yeah. like, not helpful at all. Yeah. But then, uh, so then we cut to, uh, Chris and Eric in some kind of laboratory and they're like trying to make the perfect woman or whatever. And, uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to reanimate this lady and we're going to make a, a woman. And, Oh boy. <laughs> so then, the next day, Buffy, Willow, and Xander are looking for Chris and Eric, and they're waiting for him. They're like, oh, I don't know. Why? Buffy says something like, I don't know why uh, why anyone would want to create a woman when there's all kinds of women around. And then Xander gives this like monologue to her about like... <laughs> it's about unattainable, un- yeah, unattainable about, love. Yeah, You're, you're going to want the idea of someone in like... the you want what's unattainable or the mm-hmm. perfect woman. Uh, like sometimes like a, the person that you should be in love with is right in front of your face and you won't even do it. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, like, and then Buffy's just like, okay. <laughs> and there's like close up Willow staring at Xander, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they walk down the stairs and Giles is. Wait, before that, they have a moment where they, where they're talking about, Oh, so the, people want to reanimate corpses, like, and like Willow's talking about it and like how it's possible, and like Buffy's like, I don't know, that just doesn't seem plausible, and I'm like, you've seen everything, <laughs> like I don't, you care. fight like, the undead constantly, you fought nightmares from a coma kid, like you, <laughs> a girl, a girl went invisible, 
like, just because people weren't paying attention to her. Like at this point, there's no, well, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Like you've, you, the bar has been already set. Like you can't, yeah. there's nothing that's impossible. You fought if, a computer demon. If, if Xander just jumped and landed on the rooftop, I'd be like, okay. Like, that's fine. Like nothing is out of this realm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, then they uh, are walking down the stairs and Giles is clutching his 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 notes and he's looking for Miss Calendar. And and they're like, oh, speaking of love. (laughs) And uh, so then they go up to Giles and he's like, what? What What children? Oh, yes. Whatever. Hope that you find whatever you're looking for. (laughs) And then he sees Miss Calendar, and they're like, all right, we'll leave you to it, Giles. Just remember, uh, you like a thing, she likes a thing, you want to do a thing. And he's like, yes, yes, of course, thank you for the advice. <laughs> so then they all go away. Miss Calendar is like, hey, what's up, Giles? How's it going? I got to get to class real quick. I'm real late to things. Uh, let's walk and talk. Are you cool with that? And he's, and he's like, oh, yes, of course. Uh, Miss Calendar, uh, it's lovely seeing you. Uh, I was wondering if possibly, maybe, uh, b- big word. Uh, wait, not big word. Uh, d-. And then she's like, look, dude, if you're going to talk to me, you're going to have to spill it right now. I, I got to set up this lab. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, uh, d- um, ne- never mind. And then she's like, all right, cool. Well, uh, if you want, uh, or, and then he's the, like, the bell it. rings, the bell rings. Yeah. 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 To go yeah. To class and he yeah. feels like he's missed his moment. Yeah. Um, and then she pops out of the door again. She's like, Hey, whatever, uh, big important thing that you need to tell me, maybe you could tell me at the game tonight. And he's like the game. She's like, yeah, the big football game. And he's like, you're going to the football game. I thought that you might like be casting spells on the internet or something. She's like, no, I like football. Uh, you want to go? I'll pick you up. Uh, we can get something to eat beforehand, and then we'll go to the game after. And he's like, "Yes, yeah, of course, yes." <laughs> it like all works out for Giles. Yeah, like it's one of those rom commy things where nothing Giles has done to this point, besides maybe just look like he does and have an accent, <laughs> would me would make her seem like like they haven't broken over that barrier of like, all right, I need to date Giles. But she's been flirting with him. She's been flirting with him from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, she's at least seen him be courageous in the face of vampires. And Mm -hmm. he's a smart guy. And like, he knows how to like look stuff up and, and you know, yeah. I mean, if you've been knocked out together and hung for, and left for dead. Yeah. Plus it's also like one of those things where they both know what the deal is in this hell mouth. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I could date a normal person, but they would have no idea what I'm doing at night looking up all these spells. So we have a limited mm-hmm. uh, amount of people we could date, probably. Yeah. They're going to have a great time going to football games and sporting events together. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then she's like, OK, well, I'll see you later tonight. And he's like, well, yes, that worked out perfectly. <laughs> My Giles is getting better. It is. You've you've had this episode. You've had a lot of practice. Yeah, my Giles is getting pretty good. I don't have better. I I had the I had Jessa a little bit less. In oh for uh, girls, girls, yeah. But I I, go watch our previous podcast, boys watching girls. We reviewed every episode of HBO's Girls. Yeah, but I can't. I don't have the English accent now. Yeah. Um. So then 
we find out that Chris and Eric didn't come to school. Uh, they, uh, Buffy, Xander, and Willow find out that all of the cheerleaders' heads were missing. And, uh, well, they were found. So that it was like they didn't really need the head or something. How, 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 how wait, were they just found? <laughs> like, honestly, like, were they, were the heads just found? Like, how are they not? Does Giles not take a break to read the newspaper and say, hey, this is weird? Nah, he was too busy stuttering, stuttering over his calendar. It's stuttering to a chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Willow's like trying to figure out. Like Willow's annoyed that she hasn't figured out how to reanimate a corpse. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, it's just not possible. Like, how are they doing this? Yeah, these guys are smart. I'm gonna fail my science fair project again. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I know they didn't show up, but leave. Go to their house. Skip class. This is a big deal. Yeah, but uh, so then they, <laughs> then we cut to Chris and Eric talking about how they need to get a, a fresh head because the corpse's heads decay and the, like they can't use their brains because the brain is decayed too much. And while they're discussing this, they're like, well, we have these candidates like we got Buffy, we got Willow, we got Cordelia. Like also who decided those three? Those are like three of the most completely different people Dude, the pictures that eric took of them i don't know if we see them here or later but no we see them here the photos are are great and there's yeah. no way the photos he took when yeah, everyone was no. looking down yeah anything like these look like some of the greatest candidates ever and he was yeah. like unfocused up close like three feet away <laughs> like three inches away from their face <laughs> just like quickly smile, yeah, smile. Click. <laughs> and these look like glamour headshots so then we get the big twist of the episode and i have to commend i did not see this twist coming i didn't see this coming either i did daryl chris's football jock brother that quote-unquote died chris has reanimated him and stitched his face together to make it look like a baseball <laughs> <laughs> did they use other people's body parts because it's no real seams it just looks like he has stitches and like they fix the scars he legit looks like a baseball face yeah like he looks like mr met <laughs> yeah i mean we're getting real frankenstein vibes here um for the whole but, episode but Actually, yeah, um, and then later the sequel. Um, but but you know. Chris brought his brother back to life, and Daryl's main concern is, I gotta get some fucking pussy, bro. <laughs> you gotta. Get... <laughs> yeah, I have in my note. I have in my note later. Rapey Frankenstein. Right, dude. What? What is this? It's been a, it's been a year. Like it's it's only been a year that his brother died. Uh, it was like last year, last school year or something. I yeah. Feel like. And he's in high, the, even though this is played by like a 50 year old man. <laughs> that's what, bro, that's what I was going to say. Like later on, we find out that he's supposed to be 19 years old and he looks like he's 80, dude. I was like, going to give so it, I was going to give it a pass because, you know, you see those pro athletes in high school and they just look bigger than everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. I was, I was going to give it a pass. But it is crazy that he's in high school, comes back to life. And his biggest fear is being alone forever. Right? Your brother's not graduating anytime <laughs> soon. 
<laughs> like it, it, it takes it takes a twist and then it takes it another level. Yeah. Like so, his concern is like, I can't be alone. Don't let me be alone, Chris. You need to make a girlfriend for me. What? That I was so confused by this. It, like, well, it's also like Daryl seems like he's embarrassed to be seen in public. You know what's weird when they show uh, like uh, they, have they shown him the pictures that are that's point where they show yeah, they're the, showing now they're now they're showing him like which girl head do you want for your girlfriend and he's like this one but he, he knows, knows Cordelia he, know, he knows who he knows everybody in high school dude he dated Cordelia yeah or like he didn't date her he he didn't pay any attention to her. Oh, I thought him. it was like they dated and no. like he was a bad boyfriend. No, or like they might have had like some like hookups, but he didn't pay attention to her. Like he's the one guy that rebuffed her. Advances. But he at least knows who he she is. He knows who, like he doesn't know who Buffy is. Never seen her probably. No. Well, she's new. Yeah, he, she's had, new. he knows who Willow Will- is maybe. May not know Willow just because she's so low on the totem pole. But like if he sees the picture of Cordelia, he'd be like, is this Cordelia? Yeah. Why <laughs> like, is, like... It is so weird. Why is Willow even in this? Like, they're like, oh, maybe we'll throw a smart one in for him for a change. Well, up. we we need a blonde, we need a redhead, and we need a brunette. Yeah, <laughs> we need the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> and, and it looked like those were black and white photos, though, right? Yeah, they were black and white <laughs> yeah. photos because yeah, they, right. they developed their own photos. Yeah, they have a dark room in the in the reanimation lab as well, dude. When the brother comes out, this is in the basement of the house. That uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought anyway. Yeah, I I feel like this is the basement because we see well, him walk past because we see him walk past his mom who's still watching videos, right? And then he goes downstairs. Well, or is I that thought... only later when Buffy does it? Because I'm. Cause yeah, it I... has to be because he comes out of the ba- he comes out of the basement later yeah, when yeah, Buffy yeah, goes yeah. down there. Yeah, and also when Buffy's down there, like all of the pictures, pictures are still stuff, there. Yeah. So this is, so they've brought back the brother and the son of the mom, who's like six feet, like like eight feet above them, playing yep. the tapes on rewind, and he's just in the basement. Yeah, it would make her so happy if they she knew that he was still alive. It, and it never gets that never get, becomes a thing at all. Um, nope. And it's just. He's doing this in his basement? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Well, it made sense later when they're like, we're doing it in the science lab. We know how to do it. Yeah, like, obviously, when you're bringing body parts. I, I mean, the mom might not be paying attention, but it seems like she doesn't move from that chair. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it might be like Daryl, they brought him back to life in the science lab at the school. Okay. And now he's just living in the basement because okay. at this point in this scene, the girl body parts aren't in their basement. No, maybe not. It's just the no. pictures and Daryl. So the girl body parts are in the okay. old lab. But still, Daryl, who is like eight feet tall almost, <laughs> is like just in the basement well, this whole time. Well, also, so Chris is the smart one here. Yeah. What is Eric bringing to the table aside from being a creep and taking pictures? No, Eric also knows how to do it, too, because that's okay. what they try to do it later. They're going to do it with Eric. And okay. it looks like Eric doesn't know what he's, up, what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, because like Willow didn't say 
Well, I guess they did inspect yeah. Eric's locker too. Yeah, no, there it's a team. Okay, it's a team. Okay, he is a smart guy. Okay, never mind. I thought there was just some dumbass taking pictures of people. He, he's like, the why Eric. Is he a part of this? Eric's more of the mad scientist, and Chris is more of the like I did it for love scientist. Okay, okay, yeah. But we really never learn about why he brought his brother back, or how he brought his brother back, or if he had to like find other dead bodies to stitch together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the whole, you're right. The whole point of this guy being like, "Hey, you got to do it. You got to bring me. You, you promised me I wouldn't be alone." Yeah. Do you remember? I wrote down the quote that he has that what convinces the brother. What when the brother's it? like, I can't kill. I oh, can't kill oh. someone. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't do it. I can't kill a person to make this. No, well, we, we should talk about like they need a fresh head. So they're deciding like whether to kill Buffy, Willow or Cordelia. And then yeah. the brother picks Cordelia. Yeah. And and, he, and, and Eric <laughs> is saying this with like a scythe in his hand. Yeah. He's like, like I a can't sickle. wait. And then, <laughs> and Chris is like, like I can't do this. He he reminds me of like the the guy in the 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 ventriloquist dummy one, where he's like, I don't yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. this. And the brother grabs him and has this quote, and it's third and long, seconds to go. Where are you gonna throw? Number five, Daryl's gonna drive. Yep. And, yeah. and he's like, all right, I'll kill somebody. <laughs> it's this lame football. Thing. yeah it and, was so weird and that convinced him all right i'll kill a classmate for you yeah and the other guy's like hey if you kill somebody and make someone it's a it's it cancels each other out yeah <laughs> yeah take one life make another they cancel it's fine yeah, it's good and at this point this is where they do some dumb stuff where they start cutting out cordelia's head and yeah. then pasting it on that picture of the all the bodies together and I'm like, yeah. who is that for? Is that yeah. just for the cops when they show up and they can figure it all out? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's and like, why singing, are they doing it? Singing My Girl. Yeah. Oh. My Girl. As he slashed the head off. And the mom's like, I hear three voices in the basement. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she can't overhear. She, she can't hear the them over, over the, the sounds of screaming for Daryl. Oh, she's gonna um, wear that tape out, man. That VHS is gonna be, yeah. So uh, the the Buffy gang they decide they want to catch Chris and Eric and and Willow. Oddly, like feels bad for Chris. She's like, "Hey, when we catch them, take it easy on Chris. You know, he's been he's had it rough. His brother died." And I was like, "Why are you sticking up for this guy?" I know. I was like, "This is not the like. I don't need him to have any sympathy." Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If you want that to be sympathy, like we got to build that in at the beginning of like him witnessing it, him feeling like it was his fault that his brother died. Like otherwise, yeah. like this guy's just playing. <laughs> I like, we don't even know how he put, figured this thing out. It's impressive. Yeah. I wish they would have. I wish someone would have questioned him and said, hey, can you tell us how you did this? Because yeah, that might help uh, us solve some things and stop other people too. Yeah, but so then they decide to split up. Uh, there's a funny moment where like Giles is like, I, I can't go. I, I need to go to the football game. And Buffy's like, oh, OK, Giles, we'll meet you at the football game. I'll go to Chris's house. Xander Willow, you go to Eric's house. 
Because Buffy's like, okay, Giles needs to get laid. He needs this. <laughs> I know we're <laughs> horny teens and he's a horny 40-year-old, but yeah. <laughs> so Buffy goes to Chris's home and the mom is there and she's still like, Buffy's like, hey, is Chris home? I'm friends with Chris. And the mom is just like mute at this point. Mm-hmm. And then she like walks inside and Buffy walks in and and then the mom starts telling the tale of Daryl's like 195-yard rushing game and four <laughs> touchdowns scored. And Buffy's like, yeah, okay, but is Chris home? And she's like, oh, who cares about that nerd? Yeah. <laughs> like, why does she not like the other son? And did her football son not do anything other than football? Like, she has no know. other memories? <laughs> Maybe... Uh, she got divorced and her husband used to be a, like a science guy and she hates science now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing a story. In yeah, my head I mean, yeah, she's just obsessed with this app. Like she, it's, it's like that cheerleader one, the cheerleader, witch one. It's like, if my daughter's not going to be a witch or yeah. not be a cheerleader, then I'm going to switch. Yeah. With her. So, uh, Buffy goes into the, the basement and she sees the the evidence that they're reanimating a, a corpse and sees the Cordelia head and yeah why why'd you cut why'd you cut that picture up yeah and then Daryl starts to sneak out from behind to catch Buffy and then just as he's about to catch her Chris and Eric come home and Buffy hears that she jumps out a window yeah. Was he just a a basement window that is wide open and also larger than any basement window could possibly be? Yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah, um, why, why, like, was he gonna kill her or was he just gonna like knock her out and be like, all right, we got one? I don't know, yeah, I don't know what the plan was there, Mm -hmm. all right, yeah, 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 dude. Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is like Bride of Frankenstein, like, all of a sudden. So then we go back to school, and Cordelia's getting ready to do cheerleading, and she's putting makeup on, and two girls are like, all right, come on, Cordelia, and she's like, all right, give me a minute, and then they walk, and then, like, two seconds later, Chris shows up from behind, and Cordelia screams, and she's like, oh, Chris, you scared me, and he's like, oh, sorry, I have to do this to you. And then a bag goes over her head. And then Cordelia screams bloody murder. And these two cheerleaders that left not five seconds ago. They can't be more than 15 feet away. You don't know. Cheerleaders move fast, man. They move (laughs) fast. They can't hear her screaming her lungs out. I was like, this is crazy, dude. Yeah. So... They're dragging Cordelia down the hall who's screaming the entire time. And it's it's like that one dude gra- dragging her who weighs yeah. like 90 pounds. Well, he's like half the size of Cordelia. <laughs> yeah. And he's dragging her down the hallway. Buffy shows up, immediately kicks that guy's ass, just like kicks him straight to the f- dome piece. I was surprised when he got up and ran away. I thought yeah. she had knocked him out. Like, we've seen her knock out full-grown adults with one punch. Yeah, full-grown vampires. Yeah, I thought when she hit him, he was done. No, he gets up and leaves. Yeah. And it was like a decent kick to the (laughs) face. And he went flying back, yeah. Nope, he gets up. 
Cordelia gets the thing taken off of her face and she's like, Woof, that was crazy. I gotta go cheerlead now though. <laughs> I like They need me. I'm the cheerleader, cheerleader. Yeah. And I'm like, is there not a cheer coach? Is there not any adult supervision around any of this stuff? Nope. <laughs> so she runs off and then Buffy hears a noise and she's like, Chris, that you? Chris, you don't need to do this. You don't need to murder anybody. I know what you're trying to do. You don't need to do this. And then he just pops up and he's like, and he starts playing the pronoun game. Yeah, I wrote that in my note. I was like, the pronoun game is in full force. I mean, it's it's so much pronoun gaming. Yeah, he comes out and he's like, he always looked after me. I said that I would look after him. I need to get him what he needs. And Buffy's like, what are you talking about, dude? I would have loved it if he switched to like they them after, after. <laughs> just in the middle of it. He's like, like he just goes all in on the pronouns. Yeah, like, and Buffy's like, "What are you talking about?" And then she kind of slowly figures out, she's like, "Oh my god, Daryl's alive." That's what I'm saying. Like they figure stuff out so quickly. Like, yeah, the stuff he's saying would not even really relate to. You would have to go, oh, he's talking about his zombified brother that he made a promise to that he would build a girl for. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. So then we cut to Eric, who has, how close does Chris live to the school? Because Eric is already back at that house talking to Daryl, and Daryl's bullying Eric. And he's just like, where's my girlfriend? (laughs) Here's the funnier part. Where we see Chris come out from between the lockers is where Eric ran from. <laughs> like, he ran past that when he was leaving. Yeah. So, so he must have seen him there. It was like, sorry, you're on your own. A girl yep. kicked me in the face. I don't know that Buffy's a slayer. All I know is I got kicked in the face by a girl. Yeah, and she sent me flying across this <laughs> yeah. hallway. I got a, I got a, I got a book. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he's he's bullying Eric, and Eric's like, chill, 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 chill. I know what we're doing. We'll go get it ourselves. Chris is has abandoned us, okay? I'm going to find you your girlfriend. And then Daryl's like, okay, as long as somebody's finding me some chicks. Yeah, Daryl's like, more horny for a girl, no love for brother who'll bring you life. <laughs> Don't tell mama live. <laughs> So then Buffy and Chris show up at the house and they're like, where's Daryl? And then like the whole place is ransacked and they're like, oh, he must have escaped. And then they uh, then we see Miss Calendar and Giles at the game and Giles is basically trashing American football. And he's like, I'm surprised you like this. And Miss Calendar is like, yeah, it's total manly aggression. And then Giles is like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you like that kind of thing, eh? Uh, well, I think that this is stupid, and it's they put on 40 pounds of protection just to play rugby, huh? <laughs> She's like, uh, this isn't a good way to insult something someone like on a first date. It's like, yeah, and it's mm. like, did you say date? <laughs> did you say date? Oh, I'm five. Like, yeah, geez, and then Miss Calendar's like, oh, you caught that, did you? <laughs> the fact that this is a setup for a later callback is gross. Yeah. So then, you know, Giles is all happy as a clam sitting mm-hmm. next to Miss Calendar with his like six 
bags of popcorn and 14 sodas that he's carrying. <laughs> he's going to win her over with his librarian money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're both in the, work at the same school. It's okay. Yeah. So then uh, Xander and Willow show up and they're like, yeah, we didn't see any dead body or anything. We didn't find anything. Anyway, what's the score? And Xander grabs one of the popcorns. Yeah. And Giles is like, why don't you go over there or something? He's like, nah, we'll sit right here, right in front of you. We'll cock block you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, (laughs) then Daryl is hiding under the bleachers, which when Daryl is under the bleachers are pitch black. Mm -hmm. And he is like watching the football game and reminiscing basically about like, oh, man, this used to be my life. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, is that what you care about? Because I was like, yeah. is he going to run onto the field and it's going to be this amazing It's going to be like a Rudy moment. Oh, I thought like, he's going to run on the field. Daryl, <laughs> We have that line about give it to Daryl on third and short, you know? It's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what if the game gets close? He runs out and everyone's like, what is this This monster on the field? I was waiting for that moment. I was like, this will be great. That would have been awesome. Oh, I wanted it. That so would have been so awesome. Yeah. Um but no, he's like staring and he's kind of reminiscing about like, oh man, this used to be my life. I miss football. And then it slowly pans over to Cordelia and he's like, oh right, I love pussy more than football. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I want. Like, oh my God, dude. Like, like you went in a car accident. You could probably lie and say you survived the car accident and got scarred up. Like, right? like it's not, like you're not that monstrous that you couldn't come back into society. Yeah, and also, like, your brother did a hack job uh, to bring you back. Like, I'm sure that, like, now that you're alive, a real doctor could, like, give you some prosthetics or something or yeah. at least take those baseball stitches out of your yeah, face. Yeah, there's there's a way. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So then uh, Cordelia hops off the field. She needs to take a, a sip of water from a cone. Uh, and now the bleachers are insanely illuminated. <laughs> and there's no one around. And it's perfect for Daryl or Eric to kidnap her again with the bag over the head tactic. And this is the point in the story where I'm like, you know what? This is victim. I'm going to victim blame here. I'm victim blaming Cordelia here. Every scene we see her in, she leaves a group of people to go be alone. Mm -hmm. Like she leaves cheer practice. Hey, bye, girls. I'm going to walk. I'm going to go to my car now. You drive away first. Okay, then Angel shows up. Luckily, she's fine. Yeah. Next time, hey, you want to come with us? No, last time the two of you left, it was, you know, I was freaked out. But it's fine. I won't go to the field with you. She gets kidnapped. Yeah. That was like 10 minutes ago, basically. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, I'm just going to go and have a drink of water from a water fountain by myself, knowing that someone just tried to kidnap me. Third time's a charm, Vance. At that point, I'm like, <laughs> like she shouldn't have to live in fear, but maybe live in a little yeah. bit of fear that yeah when you've been almost kidnapped twice in 24 hours three times well, in 24 hours luckily for daryl and eric as they kidnap her and she screams scream queens again mm-hmm. some kind of fantastic football play happens and everyone's cheering and they can't hear her screaming now <laughs> <laughs> i would have loved if daryl was torn between girl and football there yeah <laughs> like, oh, that would have been so fun that would have been awesome. And then the mom shows up and she's like, Daryl? And then Chris shows up and he's like, brother? And he's just like, 
Everybody's like he's pulled in four different directions. Refer- don't know what to do. Referees like touchdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Game over. Come just, from behind. Win of the century. Then he just blows up on the field for no reason. <laughs> and then Willow's like, I guess he's not a good scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I will take first place. <laughs> yeah, with my fruit fly thing. <laughs> but uh, so they take uh, Cordelia back to the lab. And she's blindfolded now. And she's like, please, just take off the blindfold. I promise I won't scream. Please take off the blindfold. Please take off the blind. I promise I won't scream. And then Daryl's like, okay, let me take off the blindfold. And she screams immediately, which we all knew was coming. Yeah. Then Eric is like, you can scream all you want. We're in an abandoned building. No one's going to hear you. And then Daryl starts to like profess his love. He's like... I should have paid more attention to you. I I miss you, Cordelia, but now you're going to be my girlfriend. And Cordelia's like, wait, Daryl? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, yeah, it's me. And you're going to be my girlfriend now. And she's like, Daryl, I thought you were dead. And he's like, no, no, no. And then somebody looks at the, the corpse, the hacked together corpse. And he's like, you're going to be perfect on this body. And then she sees the body and she screams. Yeah. And there's a point where he's like, hey, you don't have to do this where you cut my head off and put on a body. Like, we could be together like Africa. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> no. I can't be seen. And I want you to not be able to be seen, seen too. And we'll not be seen together. And yeah, and she's like, underground. what? <laughs> like, like, what is it? Like, Quasimodo, like the hunchback and like Beauty and the Beast. Like, the beast doesn't want another beast woman. Like, yeah, no. Like, yeah, Quasimodo it. wants Esmeralda, yeah. who is a babe. Yeah, no one's like, I need the monster of it. Like, yeah. Um, but so then, Buffy and Chris, they they're at the football game, and they're like, "Hey, Cordelia's obviously missing. We found her pom pom by the water thing." <laughs> Detective work up. They're, they're nailing it. They're nailing yeah. it this episode. And then Buffy's like, where's the lab? Where do you do this? And Chris is like, I don't know if I should tell you. And she's like, you're going to murder somebody. You haven't killed anyone yet. You just brought people back to life. And you grave robbed a little bit. Like, that's fine. We can look past that. Yeah. Where's the lab? And he's like, what's well, in the old science lab? And I was like, in the school? Eric just said that you're in an abandoned building. I thought this was going to be at least a little bit further away, but it's in the school. No, it's. They said the old science lab, but I don't know I what that means. That that's, yeah, I, I thought that that was like in the school still. Yeah, I, unless Buffy just knows where science labs are, or is the yeah, old but... science lab the place that they took, uh, where Willow met up with her uh, internet boyfriend, <laughs> Modoc, whatever that yeah. factory. I don't Modoc. know. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that that lab. Was that a science lab? I that was, that was a science lab, but it was like a government building. No, but it was it was abandoned. It was an abandoned building until Modoc until or whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. Mordoc or whatever more more yeah whatever yeah. the computer demon yeah <laughs> the Power Ranger village <laughs> whatever they're in the old science lab yeah and sure. Buffy's like and, all right and Buffy knows exactly where that is she doesn't need directions. Yeah, she goes. She loves science. She tells Chris, tell Willow and Xander what's happening. I'm going to the old science lab. 
So she goes to the old science lab, kicks down the door. Eric throws a knife at her. She catches it. And then Buffy just kicks all the ass. She kicks Daryl's ass. She kicks Eric's ass. Xander and Willow show up. They're like, oh, we got to rescue Cordelia. Mm -hmm. They rescue. Well, Xander is like rescuing Cordelia. I don't know what Willow's doing. I forget. Well, Willow and Giles show up. Like they all show up like really weirdly staggered. Oh, well, it's, um, and it's because they Xander say, and Willow and then Giles and Calendar. Was it Giles and Calendar? I, I think it was yeah. Giles and Willow and then Calendar was like after them. Anyway. Oh, you know what? You might be right. You and, might be right. Like uh, Buffy gets rid of uh, Eric pretty quickly. This time she knocks him out. And then the yeah. place is getting set on fire. Xander's trying yeah. to save uh, Cordelia who's tied up. And then, G then I think Giles and Willow come in and then they see eric knocked out and they grab him and pull him out of there yeah why <laughs> i was like all right sure yeah buffy's um, still like fighting daryl nobody decides to help yeah, her no, like we need buffy to help the fights, bad kid when buffy fighting everyone's like you're on your own no yeah. one throws a rock at him that hits a hit him on a shoe like they're like nah yeah. she's got it she's like doing all kinds of moves like yeah this fight is ridiculous She's doing like a lucha libre, like <laughs> head scissors kicks and like all kinds of crazy stuff. And Daryl's like picking her up and throwing her down and stuff. I love being able to see the stunt person. Like, oh, like, yes. Because it's like they move so differently and they're yeah. like so quick and they're always trying to hide their face every yeah. time they throw a punch. Uh, um, so Xander decides that he can't get cordelia unstrapped in time and as soon as i saw this was happening i was like i knew that this was gonna what was gonna happen xander rides her like a she's on like a gurney yeah and he just like pushes her through the flames jumps on top of her they ride right through the flames cordelia screaming her head off <laughs> it's pretty awesome. they, yeah it was pretty sweet yeah and i knew it was coming and it was still pretty sweet mm -hmm. um and then they escape, and then uh, Buffy basically uh, kicks Daryl, and then Daryl runs over to his corpse bride. Wait, no, no, woman. it's different. Uh, he he actually gets gets Buffy down, and then he picks up a desk, and he's about to slam it on her. Oh, and you're And then right, Chris right. shows up and says, you don't have to do this or something. He doesn't yeah. even give a really compelling argument. He doesn't give another, like... Is fourth and inches. <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he didn't do another football analogy. Um, the game's uh, over, brother. Game's over. We didn't make it to overtime. No more orange slices. <laughs> it ended in a tie. Flag on the play. <laughs> Unnecessary roughness, brother. <laughs> That hit was legal. That hit was legal. <laughs> I think it have gone real deep into that. But no, he says something and he's like, yeah. oh, what am I doing? I'm not going to hit Buffy with this. With this. <laughs> with one of those chair desk combos that I'm like, is yeah. that going to really kill her? Or what is that going to do? I mean, uh, I guess if you put the foot through her. Yeah, I mean, you could hurt her. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, she'd be hurt. No yeah. one else was trying to run and actually hit the guy and stop him from doing it. They were like words. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's like he puts it down he's like no i'm gonna be with her and he like goes over to this body this body part jumble it's not even a person yeah. it's just headless body part this, jumble this jumble of like already murdered cheerleaders and he's like on top of it 
and uh, someone turns up the oven because <laughs> the flames yeah. come up <laughs> magically in front of the camera. I wish that we could have seen the body, the girl body. If if it's anything like the dummy that they made for season one when yeah, the guy got the, beheaded. Yeah, when <laughs> the <laughs> principal got beheaded? No, no the uh Oh, the, oh the, the, the science the, teacher, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's anything like that headless body, it's just one piece of rubber. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it though. Um It probably would have looked like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then Daryl dies, I guess. Because he burns up in the fire. Yeah. Is it, and, um, and that's real Frankenstein stuff. I think they just burn the building down in, in the Frankenstein. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So then we got the aftermath and, you know, Giles and Miss Calendar are talking. She's like, wow, this is quite an exciting first date. And then Giles is like, you think this is exciting? This is nothing. And she's like, well, I want, can't wait to see what happens on our second date. And Josh was like, uh, uh, second date? She's like, oh, you caught that, didn't you? I was like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's interesting because they have, like, there are police there. There's a fire department there. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of officials. So when it, all the official people are there, what do they say when they put out this fire and then find? Exactly. These, when they find what is burnt in that building. Which, exactly. Like, I was waiting for someone to be like, there's Four bodies in there. Yeah. Who could this be? There's like four bodies f- melted together, like somehow. And then a body of a guy that we thought was dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Wild. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then Xander and Willow show up and they're like, man, everybody's paired off. Uh, Xander, or, I mean, you uh, know, Angel and Buffy. He, Giles and Miss Calendar. How come we never get paired off? How come we never have dates? And and Xander says something like, even vampires are getting more action than me, or, yeah. or the librarians get more action than I am. And then they're like, I don't know. How come we never end up dating anybody? And then Cordelia shows up and she's talking to Xander. She's like, Xander, I just want to talk to you. I need to thank you so much for saving my life. What you did in there was incredibly brave. I really appreciate everything. Like it made me kind of start to think. And then Xander's like, yeah, no worry about it later. Do you hear something? He's like, we're talking. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He like blows her off immediately. So oblivious. And then Cordelia looks like, what? Are you blowing me off? And she like, her hair is all fried too. Like like it looks like she just like in a cartoon like stuck a fork in an electric socket <laughs> yeah cordelia is like i can't give this away man yeah and then so she goes away and then xander's like so anyway what was i saying oh yeah how come we can never get dates yeah. <laughs> willow doesn't uh, say anything in that scene at all she just looks at him yeah and then uh buffy and xander are damn it i keep mixing these buffy and angel are walking in the you, graveyard. You keep trying to ship uh, Buffy and Xander. I know. I want it to happen. I know it's not gonna, but it's so annoying to me. Do you want her to hook up with... Do you want Xander to hook up with Buffy more than Willow? Yes, 100%. Oh, wow. I want a victory for the underdog. Willow's the underdog. Willow, but Xander is the underdog to All Buffy. Right. Yeah, I'm going Willow, Ang- Willow Angel. Done. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Um, so 
they're walking in the graveyard, Angel and Buffy, and and he's like, all right, I got to admit something to you. Maybe I was a little jealous of Xander. I'm a 240-something-year-old vampire. It's crazy. I know. I get it. And then Buffy's like, well, you don't need to be jealous of Xander because I'm not in love with Xander. And he's like, yeah, but I'm jealous of him anyway because he gets to see you when the the speech that you were talking about earlier. He gets to see you in the daylight. He gets to see you in class. He gets to hang out with you all the time, whereas I'm a vampire. I need to kill humans. (laughs) (laughs) I need to drink blood and stuff. You know, I can't see you in the daylight. And And I lost my black jacket. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he needs to get that black jacket back. Stat. And then Buffy says something like, it's okay. I don't look that good in the daylight anyway. And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to say, like, this probably shouldn't happen. And she's like, well, let me walk you home. And he's like, all right. And then they start to walk off together. And that's the episode. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they should be walking uh, Xander and the other people home. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not walking home by myself in Sunnydale when I have I'm a never, slayer. I'm never I'm, not. I'm never away from. I'm wearing crosses. Yeah. I'm bathing in holy water. Mm-hmm. Garlic. But I mean, that wouldn't have helped this scenario. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, every scenario, like, I would have the vampire stuff just like that. The vampire stuff would be easy. Yeah. yeah. The vampire well, stuff would be easy. Well, I don't know. I would like to know the hierarchy of things that vampires can't stand. Because Buffy's fighting the vampire at the beginning of this episode and she's wearing a cross necklace. Can they just like cross is like low on the totem pole? Oh, I mean, of, she like, wears anti- that. She wears that when she talks to Angel. Like, I don't know. It's like, does that have to physically touch you? I don't know. It does. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because at some points, like there was a time where Giles like, like just held up a cross. Yeah. And it like warded off vampires. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. How does he not have that library rigged up with all kinds of vampire booby traps? They've been attacked in there so many times. He absolutely should. He should be like Kevin McAllister of vampires. He has that dungeon, like that jail cell. He should just hit a switch and like just holy water dumps everywhere or like those sun sunlight lamps or whatever. Oh, UV lamp or whatever. Something. I don't know, man. But yeah, that's the episode. Uh, um, some assembly required. I have a question. Okay. What happened to uh, Eric? What happened to Chris? Like, Chris, he's still like, fine. I don't think he's going to do this again. Is Eric no going to snitch a, on him? Eric is a psychopath, man. Yeah. I mean, he was about to kill. I mean, maybe they took sympathy. Wait, well, do they go, the to, whole- they go to school and he's still in the yearbook committee? Taking pictures? Yes. He's still got his pictures. Well, it's also like Willow was talking this whole time about like, take it easy on Chris. So I could understand like, Chris, hey, we're going to let, we're going to let the grave robin slide. We're, but like, Eric was like trying to kill people. Yeah. And was taking joy in it too. Like he was about to just like slice her neck off. I have no idea what happens to that guy. You think the FBI got him again? And he's a part of another FBI crew. (laughs) Another FBI secret assassination crew. I want Chris to tell people about his talents. Like, I don't want him to tell people. I don't want him to tell people. I want him to tell the library people about it. Yeah. Like, this can't get out. They could use him. Yeah, like he, yeah, he needs to be their resident. Like, hey, this weird science thing happened. What is this? Yeah, um, but no, I don't think 
his ability to bring people back to life should ever get out. It's like Pet Cemetery. You do not. Sometimes dead is better. And uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't but, know, man. Yeah. How do you like Cordelia being a part of the crew now? I, I it's interesting. I don't think they figured it out yet. I don't think mm-hmm. they figured out how she fits in when all because they all have a nice uh, dynamic when they're all talking about stuff. But she seems like really odd person out. And it, yeah, and this one she's just damsel in distress. So well, this is also I feel like this is the seed planting of like because you said that she's in Angel, mm-hmm. the show Angel. Yeah. I'm thinking that this is the beginning of the seed planting of them, like being a crew together or something. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's that's so wild. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's some assembly required. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy if you want to email in Boys Watching Buffy at gmail dot com, and stay tuned for our next episode when we talk about school hard. I saw the thumbnail for this. Yeah, I think this, I did too. And this next episode, we're getting... Do you think that's Spike? Is that we're Spike? We're getting Spike. Okay, Spike okay, is okay. finally showing up, everyone. We're about to get our first taste of Spike. All I know right, nothing. Well, I know absolutely nothing about him except for what he looks like and yep. what his name is. And that I know like that him. people are big fans of this guy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to see what he's all about. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.